Good morning. This is WNZN Power Radio coming to you from Lorain, Ohio. We're so happy that you tuned in this morning. Uh, I'm in the station here with Wanda Ewing, our engineer. Hello, Wanda. Good morning. My good friend and assistant, David Abu. Good morning, Jen. David, David. Good to be here. Good to be here on a beautiful oh, yeah. summer morning. And we say today is the day the Lord has made. And we will. That's a decision. We yes. will rejoice and be glad. Yeah. You know, you know why some people aren't glad? Because they're not rejoicing in the Lord. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You see? So anyhow, we're here in uh, another program. Thank God for this radio station and the ability uh, to get on the airwaves and to share God's word and to hear testimonies and uh, have people call in that have uh, some insight or something they want to talk about or questions. And our number here is 440-399-3044. Again, that's 440-399-3044. And if you like the live stream, which may give you more clarity if you're out of range a little bit, uh, that's www.wnzn.org, www.wnzn.org. And so uh, please call in if you have any questions or maybe even a prayer request. We've had a couple of those in the last couple of weeks. So, you know, it's been a very busy summer. A lot of us have been traveling and, of course, I was in Thailand for a good part of that time. And I know your son just came back from Costa Rica yes, on a missions yes, trip uh-huh. uh, with the youth group from his church. And part of the thing in the travels that kind of bring up the topic for today's show is uh, we've encountered uh, places where uh, the devil is very real. You know, and, and, you know, we're in suburban America. We don't realize this sometimes. Mm-hmm. But even to the fact that we see people... I know your son, and they brought some stories back of seeing people that were actually under what the Bible would call demonic oppression. Mm-hmm. Of course, in Thailand, that's not uncommon. They have spirit houses. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, even then to the fact that they invite mm-hmm. spirits to, to inhabit them, yeah. uh, what they call a familiar spirit, the Bible calls. So we wanted to open that up today and look what the Bible says in the Old Testament and the New Testament about this whole thing of demonic influences in the lives of people and why Jesus gave to us as believers incredible power yeah. to walk in victory. He actually says that you you have the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Well, those are metaphors for the demonic. Yes. And, and we have incredible power. But people that do not have a relationship <clears throat> with Jesus Christ, that are still lost, they're still in darkness, uh, many people don't realize that it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, uh, the God of this age has blinded. Mm-hmm. The minds of those people that have not seen the glorious light of the gospel—that's yeah, power. It is that 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 darkness yes. can be upon unbelievers, and they don't even realize it. I mean, for yeah. 27 years, I did not realize that until I came to Christ, and the light of the gospel shined on my heart. Mm-hmm. So, David, um, you know, the yeah. Bible says clearly in Second Corinthians, we're not ignorant of the strategy of the devil. Mm-hmm. In other words, we're not ignorant. In other words. If you're going to war, if you're going into a football game, you kind of want to know yeah. what the strategy mm-hmm. or the plan or the strengths of your enemy is so you can properly engage and be victorious over him. And a great starting place, of course, is Ephesians chapter 6, which is called mm-hmm. Equipping Believers yeah. for Spiritual Warfare. Maybe you'd read that, David, to set sure. things up a little bit. So Ephesians uh, chapter 6, starting with the armor of God in uh, verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Mm. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, 
and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Okay, thank you, David. Mm -hmm. So here we see uh, Paul, and and don't forget the church at Ephesus was a very spiritual church. Mm -hmm. There's little or no rebuke or correction in this letter, like you Mm -hmm. see in the letter to the Corinthians or the letter to the Galatians. Not in Ephesians. These are pretty pretty solid believers. Yeah. But Paul's given them this advice, yeah. not suggestions, uh, to how to be strong and how to put on the whole armor of God. Mm-hmm. Because whether people want to acknowledge it or not, there is a spiritual realm. Yes, there is. And the Bible yeah. clearly mm-hmm. shows us that. Yeah, and um, now, of course, God, we can't see God. He occupies the spiritual realm. But there's angels. And then there's the, the, the demonic, uh, yes. you know. And it's suggested here where you started, where it says, verse 12, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness. Mm-hmm. Now, notice there's a hierarchy here. Yeah. If you notice, those are military principalities, powers, rulers, almost governmental, if you will. And that's why you'll see Jesus, when they were trying to cast the demon out of the, the boy that was mm-hmm. in, the, in the Gospels, was throwing himself in the fire and rolling around. And Jesus... They said, our Lord, why couldn't we cast him out? The apostle says, and he says, this kind only comes out by prayer and fasting. Mm. So it's unique, stronger mm-hmm. than an, another kind. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. The demonic Gadara, he had legion, many demons. So you see, there is a hierarchy. The Bible actually reveals quite a bit yeah. about the supernatural realm. Mm-hmm. We just stick with the Bible for our information. We don't go outside. But it does reveal because it wants us to be victorious. Yes. The, the, the Bible clearly says, Jesus says, I come that you might have life and life more abundantly. But it, in John chapter 10, verse 10, it says, the enemy comes to do what? Rob, Rob kill, yeah. and destroy. But same verse, Jesus says, but I have come that you might have life, life, life. and life more abundantly. abundantly. So life, salvation. Yes. Right but life more abundantly yep. victorious. Mm-hmm. So this is very important for mm-hmm. us as believers. It, it's, you know, John, when I first read that, I didn't understand it because I really didn't know how to put the armor of God on. I mean, you know, the description there obviously is very similar to a Roman soldier when you see how they're fitted uh, mm-hmm. to do battle. And so the vi- visually I get that, but I didn't understand how to put it on. Uh, it finally hit me when we were prepping for the show. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to our mind. Mm. everything between the ears is where we're fighting this battle. And that's where Satan and the demons come into us. They can't force us to walk a certain direction, but they can play with our mind. And Apostle Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 10, take every thought captive. This demonic influence in the spiritual warfare has been going on since the fall of Adam and Eve. The evil spirits do not have the power to move us, just to play with our mind. And then in Corinthians 10, 3, it starts, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to, to demolish strongholds. 
we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take a captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ, and we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. So that's where it ties in yeah. to the mind. Yeah, the key is, is yeah. God's word yes. and obedience. Yes. In addition to that, I had an experience just this past week where I was getting ready for morning worship, and right when it's time to go and you're pulling yourself together and you're making sure that you're not late and wanting to get into the presence of God and getting ready to receive your word for the week, my phone rings, and it's someone that I consider close, mm -hmm. but I clearly heard the Holy Spirit say, don't answer that. Oh. And I obeyed. I said, I, I want to stay focused. Went through worship, had a wonderful worship. And then she sent a text while I was in worship. And I said, received your call. We'll text you after worship. And as I said, as soon as I got to the car, gave her a call because I'm an hour ahead of them. They're mm -hmm. in Chicago. And she called and said that uh, in the form of a prophecy that, uh, how are you? I said, great. Uh -huh. How are you in your body? I said, wonderful. Well, I just, I, I saw cancer. Mm. I saw cancer. I didn't receive it. Sure. It wouldn't, uh, I didn't allow my ear gates right, right. or my eye gates to behold or to receive any of it. Knew she didn't mean any harm, but absolutely cast that down. Mm -hmm. And it was already time for my annual physical anyway mm. this weekend. What was amazing to me was not only were all of my scans great but they were even better than they were last year mm, and wonderful. so you have to make sure because a lot of times we look out for the enemy to come through things directly mm -hmm. to us but sometimes he'll try to come through you and attack your faith through someone you love through someone you trust yeah. to make you second guess and make yeah. you confess something mm -hmm. that's not scriptural right. because well this one said <clears throat> this is a woman of god mm -hmm. yes she's a woman of god but she's a woman yeah who has who has the capability of being in error you know. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You bring up a very good point, yes. Wanda. I mean, yeah, there it is. When yeah. when Jesus turns to Peter after the transfiguration, he says, "Who do you say that I am?" Mm -hmm. And he says, "Thou art the Christ, the Son of the Living God." And P Jesus says to Peter, "Flesh and blood have not told you this, but my heavenly Father has revealed this to you." Very high spiritual insight. Uh -huh. Then Jesus says, "I must go to the cross. I must be betrayed. I must." And then what does Peter say? "Don't do it." Yeah. And Jesus says, "What?" Get behind me, Satan. So he goes yeah. from here, right. high Absolutely. spiritual yeah. insight, Absolutely. to yeah. he probably meant well, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. Friend, yeah. but Absolutely. Jesus puts up the shield yeah. of faith. If I, you, uh, yeah. it, that fiery dart can't get in. You yes. see what I'm saying? He says, yeah. no. But here you see the power of this influence. Yeah, it's the battle. It goes on daily. In, 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 in like well-meaning people right. mm -hmm. or hostile people, people that are used mm -hmm. by them, mm -hmm. can send a fiery dart. Yes. Now, the thing with a fiery dart, if you have a shield, mm -hmm. you can block it. Mm -hmm. But if a fiery dart gets into your heart or mind, what's the difference between a regular dart and a fiery dart? A fiery dart burns, yeah. and it lingers. Slowly. That's yeah. why if there's bitterness yeah. or lust or anger, it just doesn't hit you that way. It has a tendency to burn and, and stay there and cause more destruction. That's why you put up the shield of faith. Now, if you notice in Ephesians 6, nearly every piece of weapon is related to the yes. Word of God. Right. Shield of faith, mm -hmm. sword of the Spirit, mm -hmm. your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel, almost a mind, yes. the helmet of salvation. Absolutely. The key here is the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Right. The key is the Word of God with the Holy Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. Like you said, the yes. Holy, you discern. Right. So you have those twin uh, weapon systems, if I can say that, those assets. Yeah. 
you know, I, I was sharing in Southeast Asia a month ago. And I was telling people, believers, I said, we are more resourced yeah. uh, than you think. We, we, we stay humble, okay. but you have to realize what we have at our disposal. Absolutely. The indwelling of the Holy Spirit, yes. the Word of God, <laughs> teachers, preachers, fellowship of other believers, mm -hmm. um, testimony, what we already know what God has done. Mm -hmm. So we, And the, the promise he'll never leave us nor forsake yeah. us. So in a sense, we're heavily... That's why we're going to look at this in James chapter 4, where it says, God resists the proud. He gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit yourself to God. Absolutely. Resist the devil, and he he will, 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 will flee, flee from you. Absolutely. That's power. That's power. Yeah. It's humbling. Right. But the first thing is, you have to be under God's authority, mm -hmm. which is the word of God. Yes, David. Yeah, and so, John, you know, in the spirit of that, I was thinking back to uh, my high school days, and uh, we used to go to... Uh, this guy's house, his name was uh, Howard Ferguson, and he was the head uh, St. Ed's wrestling coach. And one of the things that he did is he didn't just allow his own kids to come and work out in his incredible basement. It had weights, it had a, um, a wrestling room, and he had quotes from all these famous people. He uh -huh. wrote the book, The Edge. Mm -hmm. And one of the things on his wall was, just remember, when you don't feel like training, they are. And what I can tell you is I started to think about this whole thing with spiritual warfare and the fact of how can we look at it to give ourselves hope. Christ already won the battle mm -hmm. on the cross. The only thing we're dealing with, I say the only thing, it's a lot, but we're dealing with the daily battles. So if you need to, put up a sign <laughs> that says we won the battle. Yeah. Christ, or he's our leader. Yes, he so then that helps us figure out how to put the armor on. You know you're not doing it to die or you're not doing it in vain. Right. All we got to do is deal with the nonsense of Satan and the demons on a daily, weekly basis. So, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Now remember, when you approach this topic, there's three major obstacles or enemies a believer has to walk in victory. Right. Number one, is the world. Mm -hmm. This world is in a fallen condition. Mm -hmm. Look at media, look at movie, look at yeah. the, the, the world is not pro-God, in mm -hmm. case you haven't noticed. It yeah. just isn't. <laughs> it's fallen. Really? One day it's going to be reclaimed, one day yeah. it's going to be restored. It says in Romans 8, even creation itself groaneth. Yeah. It's in a broken state. Mm -hmm. yeah. The second thing is our flesh. Uh, we have a sinful, uh, you know, so somebody says, would you cast out the spirit of smoking? And well, <laughs> Maybe that's not the spirit of nicotine. Maybe it's just you putting that thing to death. Yeah. That habit to death. <laughs> the other thing is very real is the demonic. Yeah. You know, and so you think of those three spheres, they overlap to a degree. But to understand where things are coming from, some things we just have to put to death, mm -hmm. bad habits, bad. But then realize, too, there is this unseen world. And, and if you turn, stay in Ephesians, because you're in Ephesians, and, and look, at, um, look at chapter 4. Go ahead, Wanda, if you have that up. Oh, okay. Um, and look at uh, 23 uh, through 27. Okay. Ephesians chapter 4, 23. And again, this is written to high spiritual uh, mature Christians. Ephesians chapter 4. Uh, verse 23 through 27. And, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor. For we are members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. 
See that? Yeah. Don't give him points of entry. Yes. Now, mm -hmm. we're going to look at big points of entry yeah. where people are involved in the occult, they're involved yeah. in Ouija board, they're yeah. in astrology, uh, psychedelic drugs, etc. But this, what, what suggests gives place to the devil from this, the context that what Wanda just read. What, what, how can we give place to him? This is written to believers. If we don't do what? In verse 26. Be ye, be ye angry and sin not. Ah. And do, let not the sun go down on your wrath. Nor give place. Nor give place so to the here's points of entry. Yes. Now, yeah. this can happen in a believer's yeah. life where we give him, so to speak, legal ground. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's called the accuser of the brethren. Absolutely. That's one of his titles. Mm -hmm. So he's looking, and this thing, uh, we're going to look at bigger yeah. issues yeah. where he gains uh, legal ground or points of entry or doors, portals that he gets into a person's life. But here for believers, anger, bitterness. Now, mm -hmm. stay with this same thought. Mm -hmm. Look at Second Corinthians chapter 2 second corinthians chapter 2 and here paul is admonishing the corinthians to forgive this member that was involved in some immorality yeah. and they brought him back into the church now he's repented they're going to restore him mm -hmm. but look at verse 20 look at verse 10 and verse 11 okay chapter 2 anyone you forgive i also forgive yeah. and what i have forgiven if there was anything to forgive I have forgiven in the sight of Christ for your sake, in order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not aware of his schemes. Now do you see the yeah. previous was anger yeah. or bitterness. Mm -hmm. Now it's unforgiveness. Yeah. Do you see how subtle he is? Yeah. See, sometimes the Bible uses animal metaphors of the enemy. Yeah. It does. Wow. Uh, number yeah. one, remember when Jesus talked about the parable of the sower mm -hmm. and, yes. the, and, the, and the, the one that was on the surface of yes. the road mm -hmm. and the birds come? Mm -hmm. What did Jesus say the birds were? demons that come and pick away the truth of God's word because it doesn't settle in a person's heart. Peter says, beware for your enemy, the devil goes around like a roaring lion. lion. Yeah. But how did he approach Adam and Eve? As a snake. As a snake. Yeah. So do you see these different yeah. metaphors? Yeah, or, or, He's a reality? chameleon. Yeah, he changes all the time. Because a yeah. roaring lion, you yeah. hear and you see. He's mm -hmm. roaring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what? it's the exact opposite <clears throat> of a snake. Yeah. Do you see a snake? You know. I mean, I, I lived in a place where there was poisonous snakes for years, cobras and bandicrates yeah. and vipers. You don't see these things mm -hmm. half the time. They come mm -hmm. out at night mostly, mm -hmm. but they're silent, mm -hmm. not like a lion that's roaring and obvious. Yeah. And so same thing with the enemy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's blatant. Yep. Yeah. You're not going to go out here and buy a, a, a Oxycontin or a, hit a heroin or Absolutely. pornography. You see, as a normal, mature Christian, mm -hmm. yeah. but subtle unforgiveness yeah. Issues of anger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you see, it's subtle. So is he coming at you as a roaring lion, or does he come at us as yeah. a snake? Mm. It, you know, there. John, I, I was telling you um, about that movie that uh, that I got recently. It was about the Apostle Paul, and it talked a little bit about his life when he was thrown in prison and mm -hmm. when they were burning Christians uh, as lanterns uh -huh. in the street. And uh, he was with, um, um, was, it, uh, was it Mark or Luke came to see him? Mm -hmm. Luke uh, was his partner. Luke, yeah. right. So um, he was writing down and jotting stuff for, for the people. But the one thing that Paul kept say, saying, even in the midst of that, where all those young guys were going to rise up and do yes. battle, he said, no, we have to show them love. Yeah. That's going to be the only thing that's going to change this. Uh, we have to show them love and forgiveness. I can only imagine mm -hmm. watching your friends and family being lit on fire and him saying that and having to act that out. 
Mm. Yeah, the, the, the power of the gospel it is, is here's, get a real short synopsis here. Here's why the church is going to succeed. Yeah. Number one, Jesus says, I will build my church and what? The gates, the of, gates hell. of hell will not, not prevent. So yeah. there's, it's, it's his promise. It's his yeah. church. Yeah. Two, it's built on truth. It's built on the word of God. Mm -hmm. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word mm -hmm. will endure forever. Yeah. Two, number three, it's based on love. Yeah. He says everything's yeah. going to pass away, spiritual giftings yeah. and this yeah. and this and that, but love endures. Yeah. Those three things. Yeah. The church is going to succeed. Now, we look at any country or given time, and we might mm -hmm. think, what's going on? There seems to be a decline, like in Western mm -hmm. Europe with the church and this and that. But God, Jesus' program is being going out to the ends of the earth. Do you understand? Yes. And the key thing we do, we don't realize it sometimes, is we are pushing back the forces of darkness. The Church of Jesus Christ, if you think mm -hmm. of light, uh, a kingdom of light invading the kingdom of darkness, or somebody going into a mm -hmm. prison yeah. with the keys, unlocking the cells, mm -hmm. that's what we have. Again, we don't know fully what we have as believers. Yes. We must understand this. We have a ton the of power. power. Yeah, we have the true humbly, power. Humbly, yeah. we right. say, say yes. that. So let's look at this in big picture, broad stroke. It starts way back at the uh, Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. God tells uh, Adam and Eve, I've given it to you all. I've given you everything. Be fruitful and multiply. Mm -hmm. They don't even have to, 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 to plow the earth. They're yeah. gardeners. They're like what we call in the old days a gentleman farmer. They pick the fruit <laughs> yeah. and have children. It's like living in Maui yeah. or something. Really. Yeah. So he says, but don't eat the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He didn't want them to have that knowledge of evil. Now, but the, also there is the tree of life. A lot of people don't realize that. So then they had that information. Then Satan, God allowed that, Satan, to tempt them. Mm -hmm. We must understand that. Uh, the, you have these principles. You have God, you have man, and then you have the enemy. Those three actors are principles, if you will, if you're going to stage this. So he comes in. When he says that Eve hath God said... Notice he's coming after the Word of God, but he doesn't openly deny the Word of God at that point. He just says, did he really say that? <laughs> he's throwing yeah. a little doubt in. Right. Yeah. And she says, yes, we cannot eat of the tree or touch it. Now, he didn't say nothing about touching it. Mm -hmm. See, he just said, if you eat it. Mm -hmm. But she, man has a tendency to add to the faith. Mm -hmm. You know, this, don't do yeah. this. Everybody should wear a white shirt and a bow tie. Yeah. You yeah. know, they always <laughs> yeah. don't eat this, don't do right. this. No, don't, yeah, just don't do mm -hmm. it. Then she says, unless we die. He didn't say, lest you die. He says, surely you will die. Mm -hmm. So do you see right there, yes. the word of God is being played with. Mm -hmm. And then he says a flat out lie, you won't die. Yeah. You will be God. You will be like God. Mm. There it is. You can track. It's, it always goes back to the Word of God. Yeah. So, but at that point, you see these wills. You see the will of Satan. That's his intent. Yeah. Rob, kill, destroy. Mm -hmm. Rob them from the pleasures of paradise. Mm -hmm. uh, destroy the life they were going to have with God and kill them. Yeah. The day you partake of that, you will surely die. That's, that's, that's there. Mm -hmm. And so there it starts. And you have this animal kind of same thing happens when Cain is thinking about killing his brother Abel in chapter 4 what does God say sin is crouching at your door and he wants to have dominion over mm -hmm. you that's mm -hmm. the enemy mm -hmm. he's crouching yeah. you understand he's but God says don't 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 give in to that just like he says to us today here's the deal here's what's going on out here you don't have to have this thing have dominion over you and we live in a world today where doors are open, mm -hmm. people are in bondages, physical bondages. Look at the opioid. 
heroin, mm-hmm. alcoholism, pornography, all the, as well as subtle bondages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know people that their whole life they've held bitterness and it's destroyed families. Yeah. It mm-hmm. divides churches. Mm-hmm. The very thing Satan wanted. Yeah. And, and so, but when you have the roadmap, when you have the instructions, you can say, oh, don't do that or get rid of that. You know? and, and John, you know, I always wondered, you know, I would hear a voice in my head about, you know, something or someone and you know, I always thought, well, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. And now that I'm starting to read the Bible and understand it the last few years, in some ways, there's so much yes. to learn. Mm-hmm. But I'm realizing that's where Satan and the demons come in. Again, we said it earlier in the show, it's in our mind. And that's why we have to control those thoughts. There is no way God mm-hmm. and Christ is giving us those bad thoughts. There's nothing... There is no way that's coming from from God the Father. Mm-hmm. You know, he he is he's the he is consistency. That's the reason we're here today. The devil is the chameleon. Mm-hmm. He'll change on a dime, like you said, from a lion to a snake, whatever it is. But God is the same yesterday, mm-hmm. today, and tomorrow. That's why we can base our foundational pillar on His teaching and the Word, and He gives us all the tools. You know, even in John seventeen. We know this this exists, the spiritual mm-hmm. warfare. Jesus said his first concern that he prayed for the new church is to keep his disciples from the evil one. Mm-hmm. And that was in that's Jesus. Right. Brian, okay? So I think we can trust him that this exists. Okay, you bring up some interesting topics, David. This whole thing about the <laughs> pardon me, thought life and how much influence does the demonic have in our own thought life. Now yeah. If you study scripture, for example, in the book of Acts, when Ananias and Sapphira lied to the apostles, they were going to donate some of their land. They didn't. They held it back. Mm -hmm. And Peter says in Acts uh, chapter 5, verse 3, Peter said to Ananias, Why has Satan filled your heart Mm -hmm. to lie to the Holy Spirit? Which suggests he uh, he can influence thoughts. Now, there's no scripture that says he can see our thoughts. It only says... Where it says about Jesus in Mark chapter 2, he knew their hearts. He knew their thoughts. Remember, they're thinking, mm-hmm. why does he say he can yeah. forgive sin? Right. Same thing in the Old Testament. It says, God knows our thoughts from afar off. Mm-hmm. You know, There's no place scripturally where it says the enemy knows our thoughts. Now, good theologians differ on how much influence he has to implant a thought mm-hmm. or influence a thought. Like mm-hmm. when Jesus says to Peter, mm-hmm. um, uh, Satan, get thou behind me. You know, he came up with this thought to tell Jesus, don't go to the cross, which is clearly demonic, Mm -hmm. you see, because that's the defeat of Satan. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a big topic of discussion because way back in uh, the life of King David, it says the devil put it in his heart to take a census and he was Mm -hmm. forbidden to take. But now how did he do that? We don't know exactly, but... The suggestion is he can use a fallen world. He can use people, mm-hmm. uh, well-intentioned people, mm-hmm. to, to give a thought or a word. Mm-hmm. Or can he inject a thought? That's why put on the helmet of salvation. Do mm-hmm. you understand? Mm-hmm. Put on the whole armor of God. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a big topic. But knowing that we as believers have incredible security. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, not that it means we're not, not vulnerable. Right. But the key is... Are we living victory? Are we guarding? Are we taking every thought captive? Yeah. See, when it says take every thought captive, especially those that are in opposition to God, mm-hmm. tear down the strongholds. Mm-hmm. See, take every high thing. See, that's where they used to put the idols on mm-hmm. the high hills. 
they call it the high hills, the sacred groves. Yeah. Same thing too, when you go through Southeast Asia, you look up at a high hill, you'll see a temple up there, you'll see a big statue, because mm -hmm. the people who work in the fields, they look up, oh, there's the, oh. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, man always wants high place. Mm -hmm. Devil always yeah. wants high place. But when it gets into our thought life, uh, we have to, if, if, if we give place to the devil and that thought, let's say bitterness, uh, lust, um, fill in the blank, is, it builds a stronghold in my imagination and of course, imagination, yes. you see the word image yes. there. Okay, I don't. Uh -huh. Tear it down and then take every thought Before camera. it turns into action. Before it turns, yeah. or just stews right. there. Yeah. And, and John, I am nowhere close to perfecting this, but at least now I have a compass where I understand if I get this thought, I now question it, especially if it's not a good thought. And, you know, before I never, I just wouldn't run with it. Right. I, I didn't know any better, but, but now I understand where, where it's coming from. Yeah, to understand yeah. that, uh, and again, th where this is, for unbelievers, they don't realize this. Yeah. You see, fiery darts are coming at them, yeah. influences are coming at them. Right. Here's what it says in uh, John, um, even even with, with uh, Judas, when, when he opens his heart to, to um, where are you? betray John? Jesus. Um, look at uh, John chapter 13. And just look at uh, verse 2. You got that up, Wanda? Mm -hmm. Okay, Wanda. And supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. See, it put in his heart? Yeah. And how? You know, yeah. we don't yeah. know this exactly, but we see it coming in. Uh, same thing with the whole story of Job, mm -hmm. that... You see, Satan wanted to get at him through uh, catastrophes, through the uh, sick, all kinds of different mm -hmm. terrible things. But he says, I cannot, if I live or die, I'm God's. And he can't get at him. You see, he uses the exterior world, but does he use, does he have influence into the mind or the thought life? So, long story short, that's that's a whole separate topic that I think we will cover one day because yeah. it's really important. Okay. And so many people uh, aren't aware of this, yeah. you know, the power we have. Yeah. Now, what we tend to see, especially in missions and what your son saw in Costa Rica, is the more flagrant, the more dramatic influences of the demonic in the lives of people. And we see that way, way back at the beginning when uh, Rachel is leaving home and she leaves her father's house, Laban, and Laban chases her and mm -hmm. Jacob. Do you remember why? He didn't want his daughter back so much. He wanted what? She took what from his house? Teraphim, household gods, little idols, little things. Oh, remember gosh. she hit him in the saddle, mm -hmm. under the saddle? No, I didn't remember Oh, that. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. You could turn back in the scripture and see that. But the idea, it's that these things have a certain amount of power, okay? Um, and because of that, the people think that they're going to get more uh, power uh, by having these little uh, idols hmm. uh, in, the, in their, uh, kind of like uh, in, their, in their possession. Yeah. And you'll see this all around the world uh, where these, these, these little um, uh, idols uh, are, are influencing the lives, the spiritual lives of people. And if you look at uh, Genesis chapter 31... Chapter 31, we see um, he, he, Laban is now chasing him. Basically, Jacob and his wives and children, they're all going back to the promised land, right? Mm -hmm. and, he, and he comes, 
and it says uh, God's warning. Now look at verse 30 and uh, thir through 32. Okay. And now, though thou wouldest needs be gone, because thou sore longest after thy father's house, yet wherefore hast thou stolen my gods? Go on. Okay. And Jacob answered and said to Laban, because I was afraid, for I said, Preventure thou wouldest take by force thy daughters from me. Mm -hmm. With whomsoever thou findest thy gods, let him not live. Before our brethren discern thou what is thine with me, and take it to thee. For Jacob knew not that Rachel had stolen them. See that in yeah. verse 35. Uh huh. And she said to her father, let it not displease my Lord that I cannot rise up before thee. For the custom of a woman is upon me. And he searcheth, but found not the images. The images. Now see, there you have this idea that an object can have supernatural power. Mm -hmm. That comes from the enemy. See, household gods. Yeah. Well, there's only singular God. Yeah. And God is, is not yeah. a thing. Mm -hmm. These things are so small, she could hide them under her uh, saddle. Yeah. But but he wanted those back yeah. more than he wanted his daughter back. Jeez. See how powerful these wow. things? Now, when we get into this whole thing of spiritual warfare, and we're going to get into this in the weeks to come, we're going to see that from ancient times through modern times, man has a propensity to want to bring the supernatural into his daily yeah. life. Now, I was teaching a course in Coast, uh, Dominican Republic two years ago mm -hmm. on Santeria. This is an occultic thing, a demonic thing, where they use uh, little objects to get what they want, uh, find a wife, win the lottery, do well at their scores at tests. Okay, it's an object. Yeah. You understand? They think yeah. it can be power. Haiti with voodoo, uh, psychics, astrology, Ouija boards. All of these things are objects that people go to, like household gods, that is going to give them power or tell them about the future. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get into this, I think, in a couple of weeks okay. as we go along. Okay. And you're going to be well equipped Terrific. to understand that. And, you know, John, when we were talking about this, you know, um, I really didn't have a good background like, like you with the occult and with uh, the different things that were involved in the occult. And I don't know if I should read this definition, but... I'd like to, if sure. that's okay with you. Sure. A lot of people don't know what it is. The word occult is generally associated with secret knowledge and practices dealing with the supernatural or psychic phenomena, often the purpose of obtaining personal power. Some occult practices rely on demons or spirits to achieve their goals. Occultism is rapidly increasing throughout the world. There are now thousands of publishers of occult books and magazines, and just to give you following practices which are considered to be occultic. I remember a few years ago, I was asking you, what is that? Uh -huh. And what's involved? Alchemy, animism, astrology, calling up the dead, channeling, demon worship, uh, enchantments, fortune telling, horoscopes. Are you kidding me? Magical tricks. I, I had no idea. So uh, I think that's, that's very important. But the key there is them trying to get personal power. Right. And then you said to me, Dave, the ultimate power is in Christ. Right. And so that's where you do a paradigm shift and say, I don't need that crap when I got that's Christ. Right. That's exactly right. See, when you become a believer, I mean, 
the older I'm a Christian, the more I appreciate being a Christian <laughs> because you're becoming more and more aware Absolutely. of what God has given to us. Mm-hmm. It's what's called our inheritance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of, again, why we as believers have to equip, and why this radio station can be so powerful, is we can help equip believers. Not that we know so much, but we're just yeah. collaborating yeah. and looking at God's Word. Yeah. But to understand that we're indwelt by the Holy Spirit, to understand that there's now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus, for, to understand that we have the Word of God, mm-hmm. to understand that we have teachers and preachers that can equip us, to understand that we have testimonies of people being set free of incredible bondages. I mean, we're going to have, in three weeks, Nico the Dragon. Yeah, he's coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> he's going into prisons in Northeast Ohio. Yeah. Former cage fighter. Very much into the cult. Uh, Life was just... 40, was in 40 movies in Hollywood. Life yeah. was going to be destroyed. Yeah. Came to Christ. Mm-hmm. He's a liberator now. He's yeah. setting the prisoners free. After that, we got some other special guests. Mm-hmm. We don't do that to sensationalize no. things, but show the power of God the to liberate and yeah. set the prisoner free. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. that, that that's the whole thing. It is. But as we move into this, if you look at Deuteronomy, this touches on what you just uh, read, uh, David. David Orwanda, who has okay. it Go first. Ahead, um, okay. If you look at 25, Deuteronomy, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 29, 29. Okay. and verse 25 to 28. 29. This is when God brings his people 25. out of the uh, uh, exodus, out of bondage and slavery. Mm-hmm. 29, 25 to 28. Yes, please. Then men shall say, because they have forsaken the covenant of the Lord God of their fathers, which he had made with them, when he brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, for they went and served other gods and worshiped them, gods whom they knew not and whom he had not given unto them. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against the land to bring upon it all curses that are written in this book. And the Lord rooted them out of the land in anger and in wrath and in great indignation, and cast them into another land, as it is this day. So do you see what they're doing? He brings them out mm-hmm. of the bondage, and he wants them to serve him alone. But notice, plural, gods. Same thing, the word that when Wanda read in uh, Genesis, yeah. mm-hmm. the little gods, teraphim, idols, the golden calf. Why? They want power mm-hmm. uh, over people. They want protection going into war. They want to know something about the future, divination, mm-hmm. psychic, astrology, etc., and God says, don't do that. You're a special people. And then don't go into these secret things. That's really yeah. what a cult means. If, if, in in uh, astronomy, if, if, if you have a star that goes behind another, it, it's in a culture. Or if you're a dentist and a tooth goes behind another mm-hmm. tooth where you can't see it, but it's there. It's a cult. It's in an occultion mm-hmm. movement. You see it's there, but you can't. People want hidden knowledge and hidden stuff. But look what God says in verse 29. The secret things belong to the Lord our God. He doesn't want us like these people wanted to get into all this stuff. But those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever that we may do the words of the law. So he has given us a lot. But there are things we're going to see in Deuteronomy 18 and other. He doesn't want us to traffic in. Mm -hmm. Contact the dead. Use an Mm -hmm. astrology to plot our course of life. A psychic. Use in ceremonies to gain influence in the lives of people. All of these things, wearing special things to protect us. Mm-hmm. All of these things he doesn't want us to traffic or go into. Yes. Yeah, and, and John, you know, some of this stuff, when I was reading it, I had a smile on my face because horoscopes and, 
you know, even some people would say Dungeons and Dragons or Ouija boards, and, and you think that that is harmless. Yeah. You know, but it's not. And we talked about that in the car, and before, I always thought, big deal. Right. But, you know, once you take a look at this, it's even if there's a small seed of something that sits with you, it, it's how you get the influence in. You remember yeah. what it says, do not give place to the devil? Right. So we're going to look at those very things. Mm -hmm. We just have a couple minutes yep. left on the show. Yep. But we're in Deuteronomy, so stay in Deuteronomy. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 18. Again, this is where God is giving the warning to his people. Mm -hmm. Notice God wants his people to be free of all this yeah. stuff. Absolutely. All of this stuff leads to bondage. Yeah. It's darkness. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's fear. Yeah. Whereas Jesus says, you shall know the truth, the word of God, yeah. and the truth shall set, set you, you free. free. Right. So yeah. his concern is, is, is for us. Okay, now look at chapter 18, mm -hmm. uh, verse 9 and, um, through 14. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you any one that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard or a ne necromancer. For all that that do these things are, um, are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with uh, the Lord thy God. Good. And do 14 too, okay. please. The, for these nations which thou shalt possess, hearkeneth, unto observ observers of time and unto diviners. But as for thee, the Lord thy God hath not suffered thee so to do. See that? Yeah. You're, they're, they're going into the land and yeah. he's saying all around you, there's sorcerers, mm -hmm. yeah. there's astrologers. Yeah. There's like, you see, sound familiar? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. This is 3,000 years ago. It's, it's, here, <laughs> it's here today. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm telling you. Think, there's nothing yeah. new under the sun. No. The book yes. Ecclesiastes yeah. says, but notice God says, I want you to walk righteously. I want you to be the light. I want you to basically help these people to come out of this darkness. Mm -hmm. Don't learn their ways. Yeah. Don't go in that direction. It's subtle because it gives you a promise mm -hmm. of something mysterious, of something a lot of people don't mm -hmm. know. Come on, we'll give you the hidden mysteries. You see, we'll initiate you into some secret stuff. Mm -hmm. On and on and on. Mm -hmm. And that's not, the, that's not what God wants. Mm -hmm. And so here, over eight to nine different occultic practices are listed right here. Yeah. In just this chapter, what Wanda just read. Mm -hmm. It's just... It, 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 it and is a lot a, of this stuff is disguised today in the Western yeah. world. Yes. I mean, you, you, you mentioned that to me. Canada, um, Western Europe, and the U.S. Are, are notorious for not really looking at this. But spiritism, uh, spiritists, you know, you mentioned they've been around a very long time. And uh, I don't know how many countries, 35 to 40 countries... That this is their main religion, so it is out there, and that's where that's that's where the demon and Satan can have uh, entrance. Look, a good friend of mine, because I'm involved in worldwide missions, and, and we meet friends, we have friends around the world. They said if you go to Western Europe now, yeah. France, Spain, you would be amazed how big the occult is in everyday <laughs> yeah. life, uh, witchcraft and huh. sorcery and all these false systems. Why? Because when you move away from the Word of God, that's what his they were doing back here. Remember it says they, they left the word of God or they disobeyed the mm -hmm. word. They leave light 
they go into darkness. Hmm. You see, because man is insatiably religious. He's spiritual. He knows there's more to life than this. But how do I access this? Absolutely. This is why it's so big in Hollywood in that, because they have the time, but they have the access yes. to bring in channelers and sorcerers and fortune tellers yeah. and give them an edge. What they don't realize, these are seducing spirits. These are what the Bible calls in the Old Testament familiar spirits. Yeah. And people will say, well, it works. Did you ever hear it say that? Mm -hmm. Well, he told my fortune it's there. Or yeah. the astrology at work. It does, it, <laughs> that just shows it's real. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's of God. Yeah. Right. That's it, where people mistake it. Yeah. It, Thought, uh, well, I was just going to say the, the, the take home message from these occult practices, John, is the false guidance yes. that it gives. It's false guidance, it's not from God. And so you have to remember that if you're basing your life on astrology or, you know, uh, animism or whatever it is it's false guidance right exactly yeah. and that's the difference and also it also teaches us the word of god the scriptures are not there just for fun mm. the scripture said to have the mind of christ and when we keep and have the mind of christ it teaches us what to and what not to receive mm -hmm. because a lot the word of god says if we resist the devil no matter how he comes mm -hmm. he must flee mm -hmm. so we have to make that that conscious decision not to receive and to be discerning of that which is not of god yeah. so that it does not bring us harm yeah good That's point right. test yeah. all things hold fast and we're going to pick this up in a couple of weeks Absolutely. but how can we fortify ourselves yeah. against it and we're going to see it says in revelation uh, that they overcame satan by the blood of the Lamb and by the word, word of their testimony. testimony. Yeah. See, the blood of the Lamb, is <laughs> that's what destroys the work Absolutely. of the enemy. And then, of course, our testimony. Yes. And then we're going to see that God inhabits the praises of his people. That's why praise is so important. Yes. Uh, you know, when we uh, get a house, uh, I'll give you an example. In Thailand, uh, years ago, they were looking for a good-sized house to rent. The missionaries uh -huh. were to have language school because every new person comes has to go through like a year mm -hmm. or more mm -hmm. to learn the Thai language. Mm -hmm. They couldn't find one that they wanted, and they were going by this house as they went to the marketplace, and it, it was empty, but it had like a sign with skull and crossbones. Mm. And, and it basically said, this house is haunted. So oh, they, they talked to the shopkeeper uh, next door. Yeah. Why, what is going on with this vacant house? He says, Didn't you know, don't you know what happened here? There was some kind of violent death there. I don't know the whole backstory, murder or something. They said, therefore, it is haunted. Why? Because that's their worldview, yeah. that spirits. And we know. And so they said, how much is the rent? And they got in touch with the owner, and he gave them like a cut rate because he didn't think anybody would want it. Well, the missionaries, when they cleaned the place up, got rid of these yeah. uh, uh, idols and stuff, had uh, painted it, and then had a praise and worship service, dedicated the Lord, and it became a language school Wow! at a very discounted wow. price. Yeah. But more importantly, it was a point of testimony mm. when people said, aren't you afraid? Aren't you? Wow. No, that let us tell terrific. you the reason. Yes. That is fabulous. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we went on all counts. That's how the light went. Got a cheap yeah. mm -hmm. but, but, also, but that's how you can turn around your paradigm shift again. It, yeah. it, the same thing happened to me. I'll give you another example. Yeah. Uh, I was invited to do a documentary two months after tsunami hit southern Thailand <laughs> mm -hmm. to help translate a bit. And um, we went over there and we rented a van driver, a van with a Thai driver. Mm -hmm. We had my friend who does the filming, my good friend Dr. Scarcella who's a surgeon, we run Yeah. And so we were going to pass this one beach. There was still destruction. But the, but two months after, the there was no body. You know, the bodies had been taken. But the van driver, a Thai guy, was very superstitious of spirit realm. He says, whatever you do, don't go on this beach to swim. 
And we go, why not? He says, many people were drowned here when the tsunami hit, and their spirits oh, are floating around wow. and haunted. Wow. And we say, well, we're not afraid of that. He goes, you're not afraid of that. And we, he goes, why not? And we shared the gospel. Yes. There you go. And his eyes, he didn't, I can't say he became a believer right there, mm -hmm. but his eyes opened up. You're not afraid? No. Let me tell you why. Amen. See how much power. That is, that's, that's it was really a beautiful oh, that, experience. That, that, that's fabulous. Yeah. So um, yeah. we don't have to wear anything special. You know, they get special tattoos. The soldiers do over there when they go no, into combat. Yeah, yeah. They, they think they, you wear, they wear special huh. amulets or medals they think is going to make them impervious. We don't need any of that. Yeah. If you're in Christ, yes, you see, and you're walking with Christ. So here we see, now what, what I like about chapter 18 is because almost the next verse, notice verse 15, very, very powerful. Okay. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like Moses from your midst and your brethren. Uh, you must listen to him. Okay, mm -hmm. he repeats this in verse 19, mm -hmm. uh, verse 18. And I will raise up a prophet like from among the brethren. And I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them. And he shall be that whoever will not hear my words, which he speaks in my name, I will require, or I will judge that person. Yeah. So they were always looking for this prophet like yes. it unto Moses. This comes right after all this demonic Gosh. stuff. Well, who is a prophet like it unto Moses that's going to establish a covenant, shedding of blood, offer us a way to have spiritual victory, does miracles, Jesus. Yep. And both Paul and Peter will use this in from the, the book beginning. of Acts, yes. that this is yeah. the man. Yeah. Because they were always saying, to, like they said to John the Baptist, are you Elijah? No. Are you the Christ? No. But they also said, are you that prophet? Mm. Like in under Moses. And after Jesus does the feeding of 5,000, all the people say, what? This is that prophet. Mm -hmm. He's that prophet like in under Moses. Mm -hmm. Right in this Gosh. chapter, wow. which shows us the victory yes. we have yeah. through Christ. Yeah. You know, I just it's I like how scripture yeah, yeah. Uh, links together. It keeps supporting the fact he is who he says he exactly is. Exactly right. He's the he's the son of God. Yes, he is. Purely human, fully God. And particularly yeah. in this context. Yeah. And we're going to continue this show next week because right. we're going to yes. get into more detail, uh, looking at these things around the world, mm -hmm. uh, voodoo, santeria, astrology, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. My concern is that it's it's permeated into media. It's in the movies. Now I'm not saying that. Anytime mythology is used or something, it's bad or this mm -hmm. or that. I'm not saying, but I do want us to be sensitized to this whole thing and how it permeates culture. Yes. And like you said, David, earlier, teenagers have a, a sleepover and overnight and they think it's a fun thing. Oh, let's get out the Ouija board or let's do tarot cards or let's do this. To me, it, with my background, that's like saying, uh, let's get a rattlesnake and play with it. You that's, know, I mean, yeah. not everybody's going to get bit, but, some, you know, it's dangerous yes. stuff. Yeah. And because if we lack, God says, my people perish for lack of, lack knowledge. of knowledge. Absolutely. And, and, you know, people get into bondages and depression and nightmares mm. and on and on. And, and they don't realize that. Yeah. That there's a real supernatural realm and it cannot be, quote unquote, medicated away. Yeah. You know, it's real spiritual. I, I, I got to tell you, you know, and I've said this before, you know, after reading the Bible for the first time uh, four years ago, front to back, it is the most exciting book I have ever read. You know, I've read a ton of business books, you know, top 10 books in the Wall Street Journal. I always thought those books were inter interesting for business. They were quite a ride. But this is incredible. This is our blueprint on life. It's everything. It's unbelievable. It gives us so much power. Once you get into it, you want to read more. 
And I got to tell you, uh, th this show has been an absolute blessing for Absolutely. my family and I mm -hmm. because I am, I hate to use the term, but I know I need to be in the Word every week so that I could at least come here and not look, you know, like I haven't done any work to stay <laughs> up with you. So, you know, I, I think I can't tell you the power that this gives me in the family and the freeing mm. uh, of all these other issues that you were concerned about. Anybody can get it. That's it. Anybody can come for it. Mm. It's easy. It's readily available. I, 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 exactly right. Mm. Wanda, did you want to share before yeah, we start wrapping? It's readily available to you, and it's just... There's endless revelation. The more you get in it, the more you learn, and it is just endless. There is no limit to the revelation of and the knowledge of the Lord, and it's just yes, it's a wonderful ride. It's a bottomless well. Yes, you know, amen. one old Bible teacher compared it to the ocean. A little toddler can just splash in the edge of the shoreline, yeah. and the older ones can kind of go swim a little bit here, yeah. and the older teenagers can put on a snorkel and go down. Mm -hmm. But the deep sea guy can get the aqua tank and go deeper and deeper. Yeah. There's no bottom to this ocean no. because it's a living word. It's an mm -hmm. eternal word. And what I share with people when I teach and, and make disciples is always remember this. What you're getting is meant for others. Yeah. What you're getting is meant for others. Absolutely. If we have that mindset... Absolutely. I'm just not learning this for my own. We are for our own mm -hmm. edification mm -hmm. and spiritual well-being. But if we think, okay, this, that, I'm learning this for others. That yeah. I might. Doesn't matter what our profession mm -hmm. is. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be a pastor. But if you're working at in the health industry, yes. mm -hmm. you work entrepreneurship. You work. Uh, you might be in a maintenance guy in yeah. junior high school. It doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. matter. If you have this, God will bring people to you. Right. Because you become a walking resource. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, absolutely, John, and we need each other. You know, even when you think about the fact that if we do the visualization of the armor of God, you think about the Roman soldiers or the Spartans. But what you always heard is that when they went out of rank, when they left oh, the yeah, group, sure. they were in trouble. Because even though they were armored, they weren't protected from the backside or the sides nearly in the way they were when they held together. And that's why when you get into this, like I've been blessed with you and Wanda yeah. and all these other Christians in yeah. my life, you strengthen me. Oh, yeah. And sometimes I start to veer off and look over the cliff. Oh, that's pretty nice. It, and but you got to be able to come back. Yeah. And you need you need each other that's to right. have that fortress wall. Absolutely. Without you know, a you doubt. Have the armor. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. And one of the tricks of the enemy, and I'll end on this, is to separate us. Yes. Absolutely. He, yeah. he cannot go after. Of uh, the sheep when they're all flocked together yeah. uh, close to the shepherd. Yeah. He won't. Yeah. It's, just, it's just hard. Yeah. He gets astray if somebody is, is cut off and in whatever reason, backslidden or whatever, uh, they become a very easy target. Yeah. yeah. So in closing, I don't know if you had any closing thoughts. No. I'm going to just close yeah, in a word of prayer. Sure. And I just want to thank everybody again for listening. We're going to pick up on this topic next week and get further into it and see what the Bible says about how we can have spiritual victory and just look at some examples in the old and the new testament as well as modern day mm -hmm. so let me pray and especially for somebody listening to that might be you know just maybe maybe in some of these areas that we talked about and god wants to set you free heavenly father we thank you for our time together we thank you for everybody that tuned in this morning and lord we just claim again john 10 10 where the enemy comes to rob kill and destroy but you promise to give life and to give life more abundantly. Mm -hmm. I particularly pray that for somebody that might be listening today that's in darkness, maybe got involved in things, think they're trapped, there's no way out, what am I going to do? Uh, painted themselves in some kind of a corner, but there is a way out. And today is the day of salvation. A whole brand new life awaits you. And so I pray for that particular person this day, Lord. You'd set them free. 
bring somebody good into their life that can share the gospel, get them into a good church where they can hear the gospel and, and fellowship with other believers. And again, Lord, we put all of these things into your hands for your sake, for your glory. Thank you again for this radio program. I ask you to bless it, the programs that follow us, and just that your word can go out and lives can be changed and prisoners set free. And we thank you for all of these things in Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. 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 Have a good weekend, everybody. Have a good weekend. Yep.